What's up, happy lifer? Happy Fourth of July. I'm going to show you how to operate in a spirit. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Hey, are you happy? Now that's a great question. Does the sun set high? Does the sun set high? Welcome to Happy Life Studios. Or should I say Merry Fourth of July Eve? Because I'm recording this on the third. Of course, you wouldn't necessarily know that because I just told you, because I plan on putting it out tomorrow on the fourth. I'm thinking of doing a bonus episode. And so this this episode, uh, for some of you that don't know who I am, you just have followed me on the podcast. You're a happy lifer, but maybe I've never met you. Um, I do a lot of editing. Uh, and you'll see why today, because if I get this one out, I don't have time to edit it. I've already got my podcast done for Monday, but I just had this crazy thought that I wanted to put out there, but the only way I can put it out there, I can't take the time to edit it. So um, I'm trying to speak as succinctly as I possibly can, as non-ADD as I possibly can, even though I've had a uh, few people tell me that ADD is my super superpower. But if I get this bonus podcast out on the 4th tomorrow... Uh, there's no way I have time to edit it, so I'm trying to be as succinct as I can and, and get to the point. But I just thought I would put one out today, and I, as I was driving home today, something kind of unique came to me, and it was probably the movie that I went and saw. I mean, this isn't going to be a, um, uh, what's that called, uh, a deal breaker where I where I let you know, oh man, see, my, where's my brain? Where I let you know what the movie's all about. What's that called? Oh my goodness, I can't believe I can't think of what it is. Anyway, I'm not going to give away the movie, all right? Um, what I'm going to tell you about the movie is basically what you would get from the trailer. Uh, but it was called The Twelve Mighty Orphans, about a football team of a, of a bunch of orphans and uh, who end up playing football, and I won't go any further than that. But it was a movie about the underdog. And we love movies about underdogs. We love sports stories about underdogs and and really when i think about it that's what the when i was driving home thinking about it that's really what the fourth of july in my opinion is all about it's about the underdog it's about a group of group of british people that just said we're tired of being bullied we want freedom of religion and so they left the country and came to America and went through crazy odds to even make it through that first winter and even to even make it over to the new land, right, to America for them because they wanted to leave where they were at because they felt that there was a, a, an oppression going on. They, they wanted freedom of religion and they were the underdogs. And, and after they'd been over in America for a while, you know, Britain comes back and they want their kids back. They want them to come back home. They want them to come on back to, back to their land. And, and the people in America just, they said, no, we're staying, we're sticking it out. And in 1776, you know, when the Star Spangled Banner was written, we all know the stories. And that's another thing about the 4th of July. There's so many stories out there that I, that I don't want to just repeat what everybody else is saying. Um, maybe it would be different because it's coming from me. And I tend to 
we all do our, our unique way, right? So I tend to make everything <laughs> a little unique, maybe too unique for some people. But I, I don't always want to just share the same story that everyone else is sharing. And I don't know what country you listen to this from, but the 4th of July obviously is, is you know, well, I shouldn't say obviously. I don't, I don't know if you know or not, but, you know, that's, that's America's, it's our celebration of freedom when we were free from the tyranny of Great Britain at the time that wanted to rule with an iron fist, so to speak, and tell us how we how we could worship God or tell us how we're supposed to live. And it, I got so many thoughts on that. I, I'm, I'm pulling back. I'm, I'm not going to say them. But, um, well, it, it was just about it, – it, it's, it's funny to me that we, we left Great Britain because of the – I am going to say it, actually, because now I got your mind going, what is he really talking about? It has nothing to do with Great Britain or how mean they were or anything like that. It has more to do with we left because there was a – we wanted freedom of religion, you know, and yet we came over to America and we set up the same system the same way that they we had just got done leaving in Great Britain. That kind of cracks me up. Anyway, when we came over, it was all about the underdog and and that battle, you know, when Britain is just bombarding America with what had all the ships out in the harbor and just, you know, bomb after bomb after bomb. And then when Francis Scott Key sees that flag in the early morning still standing and how it wasn't taken down and how they weren't destroyed. I don't know how that even came about. It, it had to have been. I don't know. I mean, in America here, we, we believe that it was God that, that rescued us. <laughs> and, and I kind of agree with that. I really think because God is for the underdog as well. And the the matter is the reason why Fourth of July is so big to Americans. It isn't just about the hot dogs and the barbecues and the family and getting off work. And it's not just about those things, but it's how that all happened. I mean, there was no way we were going to make it. The odds were against us. There's no way we were going to be able to keep Britain back, the Big Brother or the whatever there's no way we could we could fight against that force their forces were way stronger than us but we had this desire inside of us to be free the underdog has something that you don't get where you're the top dog right when you're the underdog you've got this fire this grit inside of you that that wants to get to the top or wants to win or doesn't want to get pushed down any further and that really was what happened and it's a great movie you should go see it uh 12 mighty orphans great movie but there's so many other movies out there about underdogs that that fight through and we love that and yet what i don't understand is we forget about the underdogs i mean we we celebrate them in movies but we don't always celebrate them when they're right in front of us because we don't like how they think and every underdog just about they were an underdog because they didn't think like everybody else or they didn't have the same system as everybody else you know, we came to America, we wanted to be free, so we set up, we wanted to set up a new system, we wanted to live in a new way, and whenever there's an underdog, they're usually an underdog because they have a different belief system. Every belief that we have today, I can't remember where I heard this, heard this quote or who it was from, but basically every idea that we accept as normal now at one point was abnormal, was beyond normal. At one point it was weird, it was considered eccentric, right? At one point having an outdoor toilet inside your house was a stupid idea at one point having electricity run through your house and you could have uh, you know running water or, or lights or power i mean at one point that was considered stupid to walk on the moon was considered eccentric and what are you thinking and when you have those thoughts the people that change the world the ones that have the thoughts that change the way culture goes that that make our lives better and i'm not saying everyone that has an eccentric thought changes the world but so many of the thoughts that were we consider eccentric 
they end up being becoming great ideas. And the people that have those thoughts are often underdogs for the longest time until, and oftentimes they have to even pass on. They have to die before we even appreciate what they've done for us. And I think I want to awaken our eyes on this 4th of July and say, let's not forget the underdog. Just because they disagree with us doesn't mean they're necessarily wrong. For me to think that if you don't agree with me, you're stupid. Well, really, that's saying I'm right 100% and you're wrong 100%. And that just seems very egotistical to me. How am I going to learn if I don't hang out with people that don't necessarily 100% agree with what I'm saying? And just because their ideas seem so eccentric, I should say just because my ideas <laughs> seem so eccentric, doesn't mean I'm wrong. And just because somebody can win an argument doesn't mean that they're right. It could just mean that they're a better arguer than the person trying to make their point. What I'm trying to say is, is that those same people, uh, Hans Opus, the Hoosiers, the, the 12, 12 Mighty Orphans, I mean, movie after movie after movie of, of the underdog is out there. Oh, well, my cat wants to join me here. You coming up? Come on. Come on. There you go. Did you see that? Cat's on my lap now. <laughs> anyway, I got to leave that in. I said I don't have time to edit. And now I have to get back to where I was at. Um, so just because you can out-argue somebody doesn't mean you're correct and they're wrong. What I'm saying is what makes our world great is when we get people that think a little bit differently, think outside the box. And it's not always going to be outside the box because someday we might... We might accept that idea. Not every crazy idea is accepted. And, and I don't even, honestly, I, I'm an idea person. I'm, I'm, I'm an idea um, CEO, basically, and I, a thought guy. And uh, I know that most of my ideas probably would never make it, but there's some in there that would. And I just look for people that will, will accept those thoughts from me. You know, at least listen to me. And I'm just saying, we need to listen to each other. We love the underdog on the screen and then we forget about the ones that are right in front of us, right? We love how America was founded on a different opinion and we stood up to that. But all of a sudden now that the, in America, I don't know where, where it is, whatever country you're listening from, if you're not listening from America, but why, the way I see it in America is we just, we got, I don't know if there's a certain group of people that's trying to separate us or not, but all I know is, is for the, it to work, whether they're trying or not, we have to allow that to happen. And so Every idea that is common now was at one point eccentric, especially if it was a big idea, right? And so we love the movies where nobody accepts those people in that movie. No one accepts that person in that movie, but, but they, somehow they fight through and at the very end, they get accredited, right? They get validated. They, get, they are the heroes and we, we stand and cheer and we love that, but they're right in front of us. I'm not, I don't know if I'm saying it's being hypocritical, but I guess maybe I am in some ways that, that if I will, if I only pay attention when it's a movie, but when there's real life people in front of me, I don't give them the benefit of the doubt or I'm rude to them or I'm mean to them. Racism is simply being mean to somebody because of their race. But how is that any different than being mean to someone because of their gender? That's sexism, right? Or what about just being mean to somebody because they come from a different country? Or being mean to somebody because they have different views, because they're on the right or because they're on the left. To me, being mean to people, disrespecting people, not listening to people and let them have their voice. To me, I'm not saying everyone has to believe this, but to me, that's all in the same picture to me. We need to respect each other, no matter what our race is, no matter how much money we make, no matter how little money we make, no matter what country we're from, no matter what gender we are. 
we need to accept each other's ideas because there's good ideas in there. And we need to pay attention to the underdogs. So something else I'm going to try on this episode is I wrote, as I was thinking about sharing all this stuff today, all of a sudden a spoken word, like a poem I wrote years ago came to mind. And, you know, I've been wanting to do this for a while. I have all sorts of spoke, spoken words already already written out and everything, and I've never I've never performed hardly any of them. This one I think I've performed a couple of times, and it was years ago. Interesting thing is I'm getting ready to head out on another trip to Southern California to go to a youth camp, and that's where I performed this for the first time, and it was the last time that I performed this song there at that camp. I'm getting ready to head back to that camp. That's just kind of crazy. But it actually talks about, you know, um, the underdog. And at one point, God was an underdog. When Jesus came to earth, he was seen as an underdog. And so here's, here's a spoken word that I, that I wrote for you guys. And I feel like this stuff I wrote, and it meant something to me. And I, I guess my insecurities have been stopping me from sharing them. But I've had several happy lifers uh, say, you need to share those. And so whether it's good or bad, um, here it is. And it's hard when, a, when an artist shares their heart when they share their pictures, when they, their paintings, their, their, their music, their, their sculptures, um, what they're doing is they're putting themselves out there. And there's so many levels of art, so many different ways to share art and so many different ways to be creative. But when you're creative, you are sharing what's deep down inside of you. And it's a scary thing to put that out there in front of people because today that's another thing that we do is that we like to make fun of people. It's so easy to critique people. It's not hard to critique people. It's not hard to point out people's faults. That's easy. I don't give time anymore to the to the shows or the news shows that, that try to point out people's faults. Because if we went through their garbage cans, the ones that are do, pointing out the faults, we could find out faults of them too. Truth is, we all are broken. And we all the movies that are coming out, you know, that have been, been out about how people are broken and struggle with that. And we say, yeah, give that guy a break. And yet it seems to me like so many of us don't give them a break in real life where it really matters. Movie is done. The life of that movie is probably already finished. So to, to cheer on that movie is great. And we always want people to give us a break, but we don't always give other people a break. What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to highlight the underdog. Stand up, believe what you believe, and listen to those that have that underdog spirit because that's why America is what America is because a bunch of people said, we're tired of being bullied. We want to live life a different way. And they got on those ships and they went through incredible hardship. And after the hardship, it wasn't even finished all the way yet. And all of a sudden England comes over and starts and says, no, we want you back in England. You're not going to be a free state. America's fine as long as we control it, but you can't get on and on and on it goes. But so here's a, like I said, my brain goes everywhere, right? But I'm taking a chance and just going to put this out there as <laughs> as is. Um, but what I will do is I'll have my wife listen to it first. She might say, take this sentence out or take this paragraph out or take this 10 minutes out. <laughs> I always, she's my, she's my person. I take my stuff to first because I can say some things that I haven't really thought through all the time. Cause I think out loud and, and sometimes they don't always represent what I'm saying. And that's the other thing too. When we give people a break and we allow them to really express themselves in a freedom of not worrying about every word that they have to say that we can hold it against them then we can really come to the truth when we listen to each other and take each other's ideas. That underdog spirit is a powerful spirit and we cheer it in the movies and we cheer it in the music and I think we need to cheer it in real life. So here's, here's my poem that I wrote years ago called Don't Miss Him. Stuck in front of the TV, froze on the couch in a daze, 
not sure what to do, how to act, or how I should behave. We all love the movies where the little guy, the one with the ideas or style that's different, makes it. Something deep inside makes us want to cheer their uniqueness. To stand up and say, yeah, good for you, you go ahead, be different. We all know that old way wasn't working anyway, was it? So go ahead, cheer for the strange thinker on the screen, but don't miss the life changers, the ones in front of you, the real things. Remember, all but a few missed Jesus when he came, because he didn't look the part and he didn't act the same, so they missed him. Don't miss him again. I wonder how many sit on the other side, the side lonely, the side misunderstood. When all the crowd's attention goes to the noise, not where it should. Unique means like no one else, different, strange, alone. The movies, the drama, try to portray that heart, that hurt, that song. But a movie is over in an hour or two. Real life goes on and on forever, it seems. The masses, the few. So go ahead. Cheer for the strange thinker on the screen, but don't miss the life changers, the ones right in front of you, the real things. Listen so you won't miss them. Don't judge a message by the ones who give them. World change most often comes from ones missed by the crowd. Their lives are so quiet, their message so loud. If you're going to cheer for the drama on TV, then look around for the invisible, unique, and lonely. Stop, invest some time, and listen to the heart. Don't laugh, ignore, or look down on their art. For all you underdogs out there, I say, yeah, good for you, way to go. I want to notice you, not when your life is on a big screen. I want to notice you on the big screen of life that's right in front of us. Underdog, we cheer for you. Thanks for making our world a better place, whether people realize it or not. Remember, life isn't perfect, but it can be happy. Steve Ace.